is going on pokey world it's your boy ryan srq pokey vets what's going on and it is your boy jacob and we are back we have another double header but this one is special ryan because it is the last weekend of regionals of brilliant star standard the next regional astral radiance will be legal finally yep Oh my uh, god! And finally, I am. I'm so so. I'm happy that we're for, we're finally getting to a new standard. Now, yeah. for for those that don't know, the next regional is not for two weeks because I believe Milwaukee is on the 11th, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, so Astral Radiance is not technically legal until next week, until next Friday. But obviously, certain events like the the full grip games six k, which we will talk about in a uh, in a little bit, uh, didn't make the set legal, uh, and we got to see some really fun decks from there. A little sneak peek on how standard is going to be shaping out to be. Uh, spo- spoiler alert: some of the best decks are still some of the best decks, uh, but there are some fun ones that <laughs> I really. <laughs> I cannot wait to talk about. But before yeah. we get to that, before we even get to the regionals, Ryan, we got some uh, some fun news I dropped today. What what, what happened? Uh, yeah. So uh, some big 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 news came out. Um, I actually woke up to an email and a bunch of messages asking questions. Hi, I was yeah. one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, uh. Yeah, I don't know anything that's going on right now, but uh, yeah, this is what I woke up to. We are delighted to announce that in-person play Pokemon League events are planned to resume in USA starting June 7th, 2022. So, what does that mean? So, they go on to say... For those that don't know, June 7th is literally a week from when we record this, which is uh, Tuesday, May 31st. So says, starting June 7, 2022, leagues may resume regular league play sessions and approved leagues may run in-store pre-release events. Oh, at, this time, at this time, small local level championship points events will remain suspended until further notice. We're still closely monitoring health guidelines and recommendations from appropriate government and health agencies because COVID, blah, 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 blah. We all know that spiel. We don't need to get into that. Yeah. So... <clears throat> What does this mean? 
Does it mean league promos are coming back? I for fucking sure hope so. I hope so too. I miss them so much. I do too. I miss I miss getting a playset of the freaking promos because I I mean back in the day I was able to give out a playset of promos to everyone that came. Nowadays, yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to hand out a play set of promos because I actually get a decent amount of people that show up, so I may only be able to give two out to everyone. But I mean, promos are promos. I mean, yeah. some places only give people one. So, as, as someone who <laughs> as someone who played at a uh, cool stuff games, uh, Warfare, not not bashing them here. I went for several. I mean, I went for several weeks and got my whole play set by playing two times a week. Uh, for two for like a month, <laughs> um, not bashing them. Love you, Bobby. But that's just how that's just how it is. Some leaks. But uh, yeah, I can tell you one thing that's one hundred percent not coming back. Uh, judges, tos, uh, everyone, staff wise, yeah, staff promos aren't coming back. So don't get your hopes up. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I was actually ho- I was actually hoping that. Damn it! Yeah. Um. Well, one you would never get them from me, so it, I would never it, give you any. Wow! Wow! <laughs> I would That's, never open a pack. Such, com- such camaraderie. Thanks. I buddy. would. I would never open that pack. Damn. <laughs> I would. I'll sell the pack to you. <laughs> oh no! I'm not buying that from you. Okay then. <laughs> then you're not Jeez. getting it. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> <sighs> That's the reason why they're not coming back is because people sell them for outrageous amounts of money and they're not it, meant for. I mean, that that's what they're meant for. They're for the judges and the TOs to run the events. And it's like, hey, your staff for this event. Here's your reward for running the event. But people that are huge collectors are like, yo, let me get them staffs. And then they're like, mm, OK, 1200 yeah. bucks. And they're like, all right, here's 1200 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as much as like as much as I hate to admit it, like he's definitely right because people do that, and I hate it. But it, it's neither here nor there. That's what people decide to do. Uh, so I had a discussion today with our with a friend of the podcast and fellow teammate, uh, Josh, talking about like, hey, return to the league play, and like, what does that exactly mean? So I, when I was talking to him, I was like, well, more than likely. He, uh, we're probably not gonna get leaks and challenges until next season. I'm pretty sure that's already confirmed by Pokemon. Uh, and then he brought up a very interesting point. He's like, when are they gonna be done with uh, the COVID restrictions? And I said, dude, if you want my honest opinion, not until the end of next season. I do not see any changes happening until at least then. But crazier things have happened. Maybe we'll see some changes earlier than that. But if I'm if I'm being completely honest, that's the earliest I'll see it. I think we'll see it. So the rumor is right now, and I'm not going to spill my sources, but rumor that I've heard and for cups and challenges to come back might start back up in January of next year. Okay. Okay. Decent, decent bit away, but. So if if cups and challenges come back, they're either going to have to lessen COVID restrictions or get rid of them. Because they can't force store owners 
to uphold Pokemon's COVID restrictions. They they can't. They really can't. They no. can't they can't force private store owners to do that. Yeah. So because if you read their COVID restrictions, like when we were reading their new ones in previous episode, it said that basically challenges in cups, if we get over 50 people, we would have to do these COVID restrictions. And like at Darkside, Brian was even like, I can't uphold these restrictions. And I was like, I think that's only for regionals and those types of events. And he's like, oh, okay. But I mean, like, they, Pokemon can't force private store owners to do that. They can recommend it, but ultimately, I'll I'll do what I need to do, but I can't I can't make a store do do that. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a very slippery slope, and I do not yeah. feel like getting into this debate again because last time we almost started yelling. Yeah. Um, so, but hey, uh, start a foot in the right direction. We're finally starting to get some some stuff moving forward. It, hey, it means pro- hopefully promos are coming back. Hopefully that uh, it just means local events are starting to ramp up again. Just happy news all around. That's how I see it. Yeah, for sure. Now, moving on. We have a double header and a 6K to talk about. Uh, the first one, oddly enough, so we had, uh, we had the Bremen Regional in Bremen, Germany, we also have the Vancouver Regional and Vancouver, British Columbia, and for and this is very surprising, at least to me. This is the first regional since of the new season that a European regional had more players than a North American regional. So, by that, is, is Canada really North America? Oh my God, we're not. Stop it. <laughs> yes, they are. Canadians are people too. Even if we don't want to pretend. Whoa, they whoa, are. whoa, 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 whoa. I'm Canadian, sir. Whoa. We didn't need to go that far. I was definitely not saying Canadians aren't people because I am here and I am talking. So I, I actually did not I actually did not know you were Canadian, so uh, I, I am I am very Canadian. I did I did not I did not could have fooled me. Uh all right, anyway, listen let's... here, eh? <laughs> God. Okay, let's 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 start in in your home country then in Van- in Vancouver, <laughs> British Columbia. Um, three hundred forty-eight masters once again. Brilliant star standard won by a Mister Parker Lish playing Arceus Crobat Vmax. Okay, these uh, what? Uh, okay, that's weird. These decks say that they're they're Arceus. Uh, Crobat, but it's... Oh, wow, this is actually Arceus Crobat. <laughs> I had to correct myself, because there, there is literally no Inteleon in this deck. Yeah, I've I've seen those lists, and I'm just like, um... Yeah. Okay. It, so, they work, though. They do, they, they do work. They do. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> gonna go through it real quick. 4-3 uh, line of Arceus, a 2-1 line of Crobat, one Luminion, one Hoopa, I think that's an Oranguru, one Manaphy, one Dunsparce, one Pumpkaboo, four Ultra, four Quick, four Hammer, four, four Fan, two Balloons, two, one Belt, one Big Parasol, again with that card, uh, three Research, three Marnie, three Boss, excuse me, one Raihan, one Sharon, three Path, 
four DTE, six dark, and one water. So, it's another one of those weird control builds we were talking about. Uh, I, I, is this, this just now the best way to build Arceus? Like, I'm, I'm, gen I'm genuinely curious, because we're starting to see Arceus decks start to run this more controlly build. Yeah, I mean, do you know what Big Parasol does? It, it like, prevents all attacks on, uh, effects of attacks on the bench, right? Well, done to the Pokemon that this card's done to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it has to be in the active spot. So what does that prevent against? That's my question. Well, effects. Poison. Oh. Oh. Sleep, sleep paralyze, uh, any effects of your opponent. Of your opponent's attack. So, like, if I attack you, and it says your opponent active Pokemon can't retreat, doesn't work. Your opponent's active Pokemon can't attack if it's a basic Pokemon, doesn't work. Okay. Okay. So I'm able to attack you. I'm able to retreat. I I understand. I understand now why there is a parasol in the deck. I understand. And I, understand, I also understand why it's only a one of because you're not going to need it in every single situation. Um, yeah. But other than that, pretty, pretty solid list. I don't really know what else to go uh, to say about it. Uh, I, I lost my place somewhere. There we go. Uh, in second place, my boy Rapid uh, toward Reklev. Again, I, I said this last week, and I will stand by that, this statement. Tord is probably by far the best player in the world, maybe rival rivaling that of Robin and Azul, because this man just keeps posting results. Um, playing my baby, uh, Urshifu. This this deck has gone through so many iterations. The only thing I really want to delve into uh, that's really interesting about this deck, at least to me, is the Orangaroo. The Primate Wisdom by Orangaroo. Uh, I, I, I personally still don't know how I feel about this card in this list. However, I understand the power of this card. Getting to, getting to essentially draw a free card and choose what you, uh, you draw next, what like even better for next turn, is huge. Especially in a, a game like Pokemon where like, oh, if I don't even need this card, I can easily like shuffle it away with a, a hundred other cards. You know what I mean? Yep. So like... I all respect to Tord. I actually didn't watch the finals, but from talking to Brandon, Tord pretty much got one was one turn away from uh getting to game three and uh and uh fucking Parker top decked a boss for the game. Feels bad, but these games happen. Uh <laughs> Ryan, you were gushing about this deck before we got on stream. What what was uh what was third place? What oh, deck yeah. what what meme has returned? Oh yeah, RCS Gyarados VMAX, bro. This this deck. But here's the thing, it's different. It's uh a four two line of RCS and a two one line of Gyarados V VMAX. This but deck is this deck is so weird. Two Bidoof, two uh, Bibberol, one Zigzagoon, one Pumpkaboo, uh, one Crobat, two Eevee, two Jolteon to shut off the water abilities. 
uh he has this laid out so weird uh i think water eight water three double turbo three boss three marnie two research two melanie one fan one choice belt one air balloon one switch two memory capsule three path three evo three ultra ball and four quick ball i mean <laughs> to get <laughs> semi-finalists with <laughs> i mean crap bro like hell it's, yeah it's, it's it's insane it's it's crazy to i mean i i want to see i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna watch a stream or the stream for for this guy playing because i really really want to see this deck in action are you actually using gyarados oh dude much? you absolutely are you absolutely are <laughs> or are you just using arceus <laughs> i know i got to i got to watch a little bit of the list or a little bit of the the semi-final between him uh andrew kennett by the way he's the one who played the deck my bad for not mentioning earlier and uh parker lish and this man took him to three games and <laughs> he used and oh my god this this deck is so funny i you you are using gyarados in this deck and it is extremely funny to see how it works <laughs> um but yeah like seriously go watch the top four match between parker and andrew it is a treat uh yeah, that's great moving on for fourth place nathan shawl arceus corviknight crobat uh because it's on freaking Verbank, because I don't understand why people don't post on Twitter. It's much easier. Oh, wait. Maybe this will work. Aha! Thank you, Limitless. Uh, so, uh, uh, Nathan's list 4 2 Arceus, 2 1 Corviknight, uh, 2 Galarian Zigzagoon, 2 1 Crobat, 1 Hoopa V, 1 Luminion V, and 1 Pumpkaboo. Uh, four research, three Marnie, three boss, one bird keeper, one Raihan, four quick ball, four ultra ball, two switches, one escape rope, one one Evo incense. That's very interesting. Uh, I'll talk about that a little bit later. One scrapper, one rod, two belt, two path, four DTE, four metal, and five dark. So I. I'm a huge advocate for Evo Incense. I do not like the factors only one in this deck. Yeah. Because you are running literally three different evolution lines. And Ultra Ball is great and all. And yes, we're going to lose Evo Incense with rotation. But, like, you, Evo Incense is literally just a free look for an evolution where Ultra Ball, you have to sacrifice resources. I am just not a fan of only one. I would run at least two, maybe a third. But. Again, that's a, I again he obviously knows better than me. Uh but yeah, I mean, pretty pretty solid list. I I don't know what else to say about it really. Uh, moving on to fifth, Justin Bakari. Once again, playing uh Rapid playing Strike Rapid Strike Urshi. Urshi. So there's only really one two two little things I want to talk about this deck. Because it's pretty similar to, uh... actually no. So this deck, if you actually look it up and do and like look through the list, this is very similar to Robin's list. That one, uh, what what was the regional? Uh, that one in Frankfurt. You know, like the the fucking some a lot of one ofs. 
But the thing that's interesting about this deck is there is one grass energy. Ryan, why the fuck is there one grass energy? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe because there's an amazing Celebi in there. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I didn't realize this was in the deck, but this is genius. <laughs> So for those who don't know, and I don't blame you, this card has not seen any play since it was released in Vivid Voltage. Amazing Celebi, a basic Pokemon, 60 HP. The only attack that matters is Energy Press. For a single Grass Energy, this, this attack does 30 damage for each energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. You are one-shotting a baby Moltres. You are one-shotting a big Moltres. For yep. one energy... For a one-prizer. <laughs> yep. That, that is honestly, frankly, genius. I think that's hilarious. The rest of the deck, I don't really know have much else to say. Like I said, it's very similar to Robin's List, that one in Frankfurt. The only other really interesting thing to talk about is the Celebrations Mew. Which, it, it's very similar to how, uh, what was it, uh, Dream Gift Jirachi worked. Except not as good. Uh, and I mean, you look through more cards, but you're also not able to find. You're not only able to find items with Mew, not anything like you did with Jirachi. But uh, yeah, I mean, good on Justin for fifth place. That's such a weird deck. Uh, moving on to sixth place, Ethan Ch Ethan Ch Chow Chow yeah, playing Arceus and Talion. I don't really think there's much we need to go into. And then eighth and seventh and eighth. Liam Kidd, Ro uh, Rowan Stave now, both playing Mew. That is our last top eight of a North American regional of Brilliant Stars. And then going down the list, we have, uh, going over some, some quick hits, Gabriel Smart and Zachary Cooper, both playing RCS Malamar VMAX. I swear, dude, that deck came out of freaking nowhere. I This is one of those decks that our friend, we were talking about lying about this. Our friend Clayton talked about Malmars be really good. I personally saw no way this car that car would ever be good, but I was I am pleasantly surprised. Yep, it's 19th and 20th. Um and a little further down. Yep. Uh beyond that, I mean we have Ice Rider in 14th with a Le Lebu. Le Le I'm not gonna try to butcher that. Uh then more Koopa, more Arceus, more Mew. Uh, we have a Suicune deck in 28th by uh, Drew Townsend. Suicune just pops up every single time, dude. I don't think we can escape that deck. <laughs> I, oh, found no. a, I found a deck that... Uh, that is, it is it 36th? It is. <laughs> Inteleon VMAX strikes again. Why is this deck even here? It is so bad. <laughs> it's the it's the only deck of day two that went negative. I don't understand. Nathan yeah, that that's crazy. Like, that like no, went... like no offense, no offense to Nelson fam. Like, hell of a he has to be a hell of a player to get this deck in the day two. But he went 0-5 in day two. He didn't win a single match. Pick seven and one. He, he had to play every single match of day two, and he lost every single one. Feels bad, man. Uh, 
But that is it for day, uh, day two, or for uh, Vancouver. This is the again. This is the last North American regional we will get until Ast- until Milwaukee. Yeah, and actual radiance is legal. So yeah, that's June seventeenth weekend. Yep. Also, if you guys want to see some very interesting games, I recommend going back and watching the VOD, especially of round four, because Andrew Kennett two owed a Malamar deck with that Gyarados deck. Very, very nice. And then also check out the semifinal game between Andrew and Parker. Very close game, very close series. Honestly, Andrew could have won. I'm being serious. As someone who watched the game, Andrew could have won. But uh, moving on to the other regional of the weekend, uh, Bremen, Germany, 486 Masters. Like I said, first first regional we've had in a very long time where Europe, the European crowd showed up bigger than the North American crowd. Won by one of the Schultz brothers, and it's not the one you're thinking of, uh, won by Philip Schultz, uh, playing Arceus, Chinchino, Jolteon. So let me click on the notes, see what we got here. Uh, okay, so first, I just want to say I love I love Philip. I think he's a pure soul. I, I just want to read his tweet because this is the beauty of Pokemon, in my opinion, or all card games in general. Because he said, I, I won Bremen Regionals. I think it's the first time I, I built my deck the night before, and it was the last chance to lock up my invite. Just wow. Think about that. <laughs> it is literally... The probably the biggest tournament of your season, and not only do you win, not only do you not or let me phrase, not only do you get high enough to qualify for worlds, not only do you build the deck the night before, but you won the damn event. Bravo, that is awesome. Uh, so going over the list real quick: four three line of Arceus, a three three line of Chinchino. A 2-2 line of the Jolteon, which, you know, turns off Shady Dealings. That's pretty much what the deck's for. I don't think there's any other water ability that really matters in the format. And one Pumpkaboo. That's it for Pokemon. Then we got three Marnie, two Boss, two Sharon, one Melanie, one Raihan. There is a card that is hiding behind one of the Marnies, and I cannot tell what it is. It's a fourth Marnie. It is? Yeah. I'm oh, it's the uh, it's the sparkly one. Okay. I'm looking four at Mar- this. Yeah, it's four Marnies. My bad. Three, four path, four level ball, four quick ball, four incense, one balloon, one big charm, two memory capsule, one pal pad, three DTE, and eight water. This this is a very weird build of this deck. Yet it won. Honestly speaking. If you put this in a, any other player's hands, it would not have won, but because it's Philip, insane. Uh, let's see. Actually, let me pull up when it was. Now I think about it. Uh, Riot. Oh, wait. Is Brian not here? Yes, it is. Uh, moving on. Uh, can, we just, can we just skip over Kai? Because it's Mew. It is, there's nothing to talk about. We don't need to go over Muse. I don't think we need to really go over a lot. I mean, second and third place is Mew Genesect. It's your basic Mew decks. Uh, fourth place is Arceus and Teleon. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, Arceus and Teleon. Um, 
fifth place, Arceus and Teleon Beedrill. Um, yeah, but don't really need to go over that. Then sixth, seventh, Mew, and then eighth, Arceus or Rabbit Striker Shifu. I, mean, I I'm st- I'm st- I still stand by this. I am not a fan of this build of this deck. However, however, I do see the merit behind it. Uh, I still I still believe this deck is way too clunky to actually function, but somehow it works. Yep. And then, I mean, even going ninth place, there's a Rapid Striker, Shifu, and Teleon right under that one. Yep. By Mateus uh, Laswiski, Laskowitz, whatever. Uh, yeah, just going through. I mean, in 13th, hey, we have our old friend uh, Tai Ty, Ty Gien playing Arceus Sylveon. Gwent, sorry. Word, names are hard, okay? Uh, playing Arceus, Intel, Arceus Sylveon. Uh, Cookie's pet deck has returned. And he, do, he has done well again. Uh, beat more than just... Her. Yeah, so... Uh, moving and then going into the rest of it, I mean, I mean, Arceus it, Gyarados came in forty uh, seventh. That it did, that it did. But other than that, like there is really not much to report. Unfortunately, we are literally. <sighs> it's still oh. the same meta, Mew Arceus variants and everything. I mean, granted, yeah, you're still gonna see a lot of Arceus variants and stuff. But here, the one thing that is pretty interesting is I don't know why they didn't uh, say that 22nd place was Arceus Crobat because it's not straight Arceus. But it, it, said, it says Arceus Crobat on. Uh, uh, I'm looking at Limitless. Sorry. Oh, it, it says it on. Uh... Yeah. On Pokestats. Anyway. Okay. So that's it for Bremen. Congratulations to Philip. Uh definitely deserves it. We'll see him at Worlds. Maybe he'll win Worlds like his brother. Who knows? Um so Ryan, before we move on to the 6K, I want your I want to hear your opinion on something. Okay. So as we get as this is the last regional before Astral, do you think this standard was solved? Was it solved? Yes. Like with Astral? No, 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 no. So what I mean is, so the Astral is not legal yet. Yeah. Obviously, Astral is going to throw a massive wrench into this standard, right? Yeah. But my since this is the last one, do you think that basically my question is? Was this past standard, was Brilliant Star's standard solved? Like, was the... I, I, obviously, I have my opinion on this, but, like, was it a pa- very blatantly obvious what was the best and how and what to build and how to beat it? I'm still not understanding your question, to be honest. Oh, for love of Pete. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, say, I'll, I'll say my answer, and then that maybe will help you. So my question, so my answer to this question is yes. The uh the this brilliant star standard was solved, meaning that 
the top players in the world, the top players playing in, the, in this format, they knew what was good. They knew the best decks in the game, and that's all we see. All we see is Arceus. All we see is Mew. We see a little bit of Urshifu. We see a little bit of, uh, of Ice Rider. We see a little bit of Malamar. But by far, the best decks in these games were Arceus variants or Mew. And that makes, honestly, I'm glad Astral's coming because I want a, this is going to completely warp Standard. Standard, by far, is going to change drastically after this format. Now, do I know exactly what will be good, what will be uh, uh, the best? Absolutely not, because there are way too many variables. Um, th does that make th does my does it make more sense now, or am I still being very confusing? Your wording is still confusing because I don't know what you meant by is this standard solved, like. Solved as in like a math equation, like you have the answer to it. Yes, it, yeah. pretty much. It when I mean solved, I mean what is the best is obvious. Yeah, the I mean the best decks were obvious in Fusion Strike, and then when Brilliant came out, it was pretty obvious because Arceus. Like, we all knew Arceus was going to make every deck freaking good. The... I, 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 don't, I also don't, I, I don't think anybody expected it to be this oppressive, I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, I knew Arceus was going to go into every deck. Like, literally every deck has Arceus. I mean, there's a few that don't because they actually work without it. But, like, I mean, Mew doesn't have it. Uh... The Reggie Box doesn't have it. Malamar doesn't have it. Blissey and Miltank don't have it. I mean, we're talking fucking Astral now, but I mean, yeah. But that that V Star ability alone is just that, that's game winning right there. Up, oh, just need boss and switch. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying from the. Day it was announced, oh, ability V a V star ability should end the turn. Change my mind. Eh. Certain ones should at least. Eh. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not against any of that. Like, it's an ability. Whatever. Like, I mean, yeah, RCSs should. Um, because, I mean, like, if you're using Sylveon V's Dream Gift or Leafeon V's ability to get the energy or, you know, like, your your turn ends. But let me just go search my deck for any two cards that I want and fucking win the game real quick. <laughs> Barbara should, should end the turn. Honestly. But, All right. But, I mean... Uh, it's too late now. Can't do anything about it. Well, of course. Uh, but that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Brilliant Star Standard is finally over. The next time we have a tournament report for uh, for a regional, Astral Radiance will be legal. Thank God. Uh, so I cannot wait to hear more about that. So, 
Moving on. Uh, there was also a 6K over the weekend from uh, Full Grip Games, uh, uh, basically run by uh, by uh, a Mr. Andrew Mahome and Trainer Chip. Uh, we are just here to talk about the top eight, which, uh, <laughs> okay. I'll run these lists down really quick. So let me uh, go over these real quick. So the top eight were uh, Mike Gibbs playing Paul Givistar. Okay. Second, Grant, Grant Manley with Mew. Third, Zach Laska with, with Mew as well. Remember, this is not the final results. These are the top eight when they came out of standard or of Swiss. And fourth, Joshua Fine with Blissey with Miltank. That was a weird deck. I wish we could see the fucking uh, list for it. Uh, fifth place, Josh Frank with Ice Rider. Fourth place, <laughs> Nolan Freda with Reggie Gigas. Seventh place, Jesse Parker with Palkia. And eighth place, Ian Buck with Ice Rider. Before we talk about this, I just want to, so, uh, top, so top four real quick, uh, if I can pull up the, the top four again, because, uh, this likes to lose my place in everything. Uh, top four was, uh, no, was Nolan, Grant, Mike, and Josh. So ice, one ice rider, one Palkia, one Mew, and one Reggie. And then the finals was Josh Frank playing Ice Rider against Grant Man uh, Manley playing Mew. Grant ended up winning the uh, the whole event, so congratulations to him. But I can uh, I can give you an idea of what the Blissey deck is. Uh, shoot, I'm curious. Four Blissey, three Miltank, one Yveltal from Celebrations, uh, two Dunsparce, Four Crushing Hammer, four Hyper Potion, two Marnie, two Pokey Gear, two uh, Heavy Ball, three Switch Cart, three Boss Orders, one Tool Scrapper, four Capes of Toughness, one Avery, four Path, two Zinnia's Resolve, two Research, two Ultra Ball, two Capture Energy, four uh, Powerful Energy, four Lucky Energy, four Double Turbo. Wait, was that actually the list, or did you just pull it out of your ass? That's a list. That's a list. If that's the actual list, I can see how it it did so that's, well. That's not their list. That's I know. It, it, I said that's why I said if. That's why I said if. But like, do you know I'm, what? Do you know what Miltank does? Yeah, it's the one that prevent all damage to it by V's. And do you know what Yveltal does? Get rid of special energy, which bane of my existence. Uh, everything. Yep. So, so this is the first major event that we've seen that actually runs, or that is a uh, actual astral legal. So, big takeaways: Mew is still very good. I don't think anybody was going to argue that anyway. Mew is still very good. Uh, Palkia might be the best, the biggest breakout deck from this new standard, uh, if you ask me. Either Palkia or, or Darkrai. That's why I'm building Palkia. Uh, of course you are. Um, I'm just missing my Inteleons and my Palpad, and then I'm done. Yeah. 
Uh, Ice Rider is going to continue to do very well. It was already a very good deck, but now it's just going to do even better. I don't think Blissey is going to continue to do well. I think this was just very good off, off uh, uh, Joshua because he probably abused a very uh, fighting light meta. Because I don't, I don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me or how many people actually played fighting. Why does why does fighting matter? Because uh, Josh, because uh, Blissey is weak to it. Gun sparse, bud. Oh no! It's not like I can't. I still can't get rid of it. That's why you play two. I'm just saying, like I, I know, I it's Dunsmores didn't kill fighting to be all the way, and I doubt it'll continue to kill to, to not kill fighting. Well, I mean, like, because I know a lot of people, or not a lot of people. I know a couple people that have played that list that play the Dunsparce, but the, instead of playing two Dunsparce, they've taken either one Dunsparce out, or they kept the two Dunsparce. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, to have Blissey V... Just, I mean, one energy, and if you're just, you just ultra ball the energy away or whatever, and then <laughs> discard the energy, and you get it back with Blissey and Cape of Toughness, get it up to 300 HP. I mean, it's a, f it's massive. <laughs> yeah, the, the my only issue with Blissey as a card is that it takes so much to get it into Oko range. Like I understand it's more of a controlly-ish deck, but I just don't enjoy it. But I, I do see how it does well. So here's the other question for you, Ryan. Is Reggie the next best one prize deck? I beat it with Palkia. No. Uh, oh my god. Okay. One prizers. I'm not talking about versus the rest of the meta. One <laughs> prizers alone. No, because see, here's the thing. Because uh -huh. You need if you if you prize the Regigigas, if you prize them, the deck doesn't work. I mean, it works. I it's mean, just a lot it, more, it's just a lot more awkward. Yeah. Plus, most like, of, most of the lists I've seen run at least two of each Reggie, and then like a third of the Gigas and the Lucky. Yeah, I mean, it's. But you have to have all of them on your field for the uh, energy acceleration. Yeah, and, this this deck is going to test if you know your bench manipulation. Yeah. But I mean, it's um, I I have a list of that saved on my phone. Hold on. Um. Yeah, three lucky, three uh. Drago, three or two Gigas, two Steel, two Rock, two Ice, four Quick Ball, two Ultra Ball, one Heavy Ball, two Choice Bell, three Trekking Shoes, three Ordinary Rod, four Scoop Up Net, three Stormy Mountain, two Boss, two Bruno, two Zinnia's Resolve, four Research, four Aurora Energy, four Speed Energy, three Capture, two Twin, two Powerful. 
I mean, that's not the list that that person was using. That's just a list I had mm, saved on my phone. No. I I think Reggie will be good. I well, I think it'll be super competitive. I don't. It. I'll have I, to wait and see. Yeah, I don't think so. To be honest, like, I mean. Because everyone's going to be wanting to be using the uh, energy acceleration. Well, here's the thing. You can only use... Mm, let's see. Well, I mean, you can use all their attacks because the Aurora energy, but... A lot of them are very situational. Yeah, because... The, like The only one that I would highly... The only ones that are like you're going to be using probably consistently is Lecky and Gigas. And even then. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be playing it, to be honest. That's just me. I think that that can be good, but we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, and I have an updated mute list that they could be... They could have been using... Um, because this is kind of what I'm going to be playing. Um, three Mew, three Mew VMAX, four Genesect, two Meloetta, one Oracorio, three Sparkle, three Boss, one Silene, uh, four Quick, four Ultra, four Battle VIP Pass, one Escape Rope, uh, three Switch, four Power Tablet, three Cram, Three trekking shoes, one echoing horn, one pal pad, two choice belt, two rose tower, one old cemetery, four um, fusion strike energy, two double turbo, one aurora energy. So the only difference for me is that I'm going to be running two psychic, and I took out. What did I take out? I think I took out one of the crams for Probably. a psychic and I took out the Aurora energy for a psychic. And I think I took out the I think I took out the Rose Towers for training courts. Interesting. Because the well, for one, I don't have Rose Towers. <laughs> um, Fair. Yeah. So when I get Rose Towers, I may put those in, but like everything else <laughs> I have. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's actually worked really well. Um, I actually kind of changed it online. I added some Pokemon catchers. Um, uh, I <laughs> No, story about that that specific card. This past Saturday at a, at one of our locals at a, at the set in the gaming, uh, I played against a, a Mew deck. Who went 0 for 3 on catchers. <laughs> oh wow. So uh that was fun. I hate catchers so much. Yeah. Uh well I hate Mew a lot, period. But that's beside the point. Um But uh that is the first major event. Hopefully we'll get some more uh very very fun decks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm hoping there's going to be a lot more meta change and everything because there there has to be dude because yeah. so many Dark Darkrai I think cuz 
Darkrai for sure is going to be good. Right? Darkrai for sure is going to be very good. See, I think. Darkrai, Darkrai is going to be good, but I don't think it's going to be the top dark deck. No, I don't think so either. Um, I think it, that's going to be my boy Samurai. Yeah, Samurai, I think, is going to be the top dark deck. Um, Samurai hits harder, much faster. Palkia, Samurai, Darkrai. Uh, really, I haven't seen anything with Dialga much yet. Like, even going Di- on Dialga could be very good. Dialga could be very good. I haven't ran into it online yet. Haven't, I haven't I, seen I, it once. Literally, before we were recording, the last game I played online was against the Dialga. Oh, true. I ended up winning because he whiffed the boss for game twice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what's going on. I mean, just with a lot of cards that they brought back with like old abilities, like the, uh, Bronzong with, uh, Fireproof. Yep. I mean, also my honest opinion, I think, uh, I think the champ also might be low-key very good. Yeah. Because, uh, do I think it'll usurp? Uh, Ur- uh, Urshifu is the top fighting deck in the standard. No, I do not. I will stand. I will stand and die by my boy until the end of time, or at least, or until it rotates. Uh, but I think Machamp can low key be very good. Uh, I've seen very, very divisive opinions on Lilligan's and Typhlosion online. Uh, Typhlosion. I've seen a lot of like lists that want to pair it with uh uh, Dragapult just to spread out as much damage as possible and get like multiple prize turns, and then Lilligant, uh just basically feasting on the dark, uh, the the grass dark weak dark Pokemon in the format. You know your Dark Cries, your Samurots, your Mole Traces. Uh, now the reason I say, <laughs> the reason I say this has been very divisive online is because uh, during our break, during my break at work today. I was on Twitter, and uh, content cr- and the content creator uh, Rare Candy made a tweet saying, "I've tried li- I've tried a bunch of lists, and at this point, I'm convinced Hisuian Lilligan V Star sucks." So, Cookie, <laughs> <so, laughs> I, uh, I know you're listening to this. I did not say that. That's from a content creator, so don't come after me. Um, <laughs> I really hope I really hope it does because, like, just reading, like. I mean, like, let, let's dive into it really quick, since since we're on it and everything. This is your uh, br- uh, bridge to jump off of. I'm not entertaining this. That, that's, that's fine. That's fine. All right, so Lilligant V. Uh, great, great uh, first attack. Free. Dance gracefully. Uh, draw cards until you have six cards in your hand. Free attack. Pretty good. Uh, two grass and a colorless for the next attack. Leaf step, 130 damage. So um, then we're going to go to the V star. Uh, v star, two grass and a colorless. Parallel spin, 130 plus. You may put an energy attached to this Pokemon into your hand. If you do this, attack does 100 more damage. So you're doing 230. So with a belt, you're doing 260. So, and then the V-Star Power ability, Star Perfume, 
During your turn, you may search your deck for up to five in any combination of grass Pokemon and grass energy cards. Reveal them and put them into your hand, then shuffle your deck. So the idea is, okay, I'm going to get all my basics out, use my V-Star, boom, evolve fucking everything. Like, that's pretty much the idea here with that V-Star, with the energy. Like, but they're... Like... <laughs> you're not Here's really the... getting I, any I, energy I... acceleration. Well, there there is one way. But it's extremely clunky. And that's but... Gardenia. Yeah. So here, here's my thing with Lilligan. I think it can be good. I think it still remains to be uh, like figured out, you know? But the issue with Lilligan, first of all, the double grass required to attack is going to set it back. Like, unless you get something like, uh, like, like Gardenia. The other yeah. thing that bugs me about this card is that let's take let's take my boy Samrat for example, right? So say I go first, and you you don't start with Lilligan. So you're like, okay, I can. You're like, okay, great. This is the best scenario. I can uh, I can Gardenia. I can get it ready for uh, the attack turn two. It'll be awesome. Uh, Samurai, turn one. Uh, set, play a play a V. Attach an energy. Maybe a Sobble on the bench. Whatever. Pass. You Gardenia, you do you do all your stuff, right? And you don't bring the Lilligan onto the active spot for obvious reasons. Then Samurai evolves, you get another energy onto it, you boss him up, you uh uh they they uh what's the ability what's the uh the V Star ability called on Samurai again? Uh we gotta okay, pause my rant real quick. Why pulled why pulled up because I don't remember. There it is. Uh, you, you know, you get Moon Cleave starred where now it's uh, down to two. Now it's down to uh, 180. Oh, Merciless Blade knocked out. There goes all your work. Like, that's my biggest issue with, with Lilligans. Like, it yeah. can get one shot so easily by so many decks. I, I, the biggest issue with Lilligan is I don't, unlike a lot of other newer decks from Astral, is I frankly don't know if it can keep up. Yeah. Like, like look at yeah. look at look at Palkia, look at Samurai, look at look at even Dialga or uh Dialga or Machamp. They can all attack for two energy or less. That's the biggest thing. I mean, there is another way to get the energy acceleration. It's just it makes your deck super fucking clunky and that's Rillaboom. Um, yeah, I don't but, think that's ugh. and you lose, but you also lose Rillaboom in rotation, so it might not even be worth it. Well, yeah, and but I mean, right now it's it's good. Yeah, but, I, but mean, I, I agree. Look, Rillaboom is like just it's all just too awkward, man. Yeah. Uh, so now that we're done shitting on uh, Cookie's deck, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, watch him like like watch him go undefeated tomorrow night. Uh, I think I think that's a good time to sign off for this week. Uh, we've talked about a lot of decks. We've talked about our hopes moving forward. Um, 
I realized that I skipped the cooldown last week. I think I'm going to skip it again this week because I can't think of anything right now. And I think we, we just want to keep talking about Astral when it comes out next uh, fully next week. So I think this is a good time to stop for the night. So on behalf- Oh, what's up? I don't get my truck back until the end of the week. No, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I called today uh, and they're like, yeah, it's not going to be till the end of the week. And I was like, fuck. Boo. Boo. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, from your both from both of your favorite Pokemon, uh, Pokemon players down in Sarasota, uh, this has been SRQ PokeVest for this week. We will see you all next week. Uh, this has been Jacob. AKA Lieutenant Dan, and this has been Ryan. Have a great night with uh, me and my normal legs and him and his magical legs. <laughs>